Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 297 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is the Executive Vice President for Industry Relations at CompTIA, as well as CEO of CompTIA's Tech Careers Academy, where she was responsible for elevating the association's public profile amongst its membership and across the IT industry. And prior to joining CompTIA in 2011, she had a 25 year career with United Business Media's Everything Channel. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Nancy Hamovic. Thank you very much, Phil, and thank you to our listeners who are tuning in. So Nancy, that's very much a high level understanding of what you do. Could you maybe expand on on your role at CompTIA and maybe tell us a little bit about the com- or the organization and what it does? Sure. So I actually have a dual role at CompTIA. Um, I've been with CompTIA for 10 years now, and I head up the membership organization of our trade association. We are the IT industry's largest global trade association. And most recently, I've expanded my role, and I'm really excited about it, that I get to head up CompTIA Tech Career Academy. And CompTIA Tech helps people get trained for and get placed and succeed in IT jobs. It is training to provide folks with an on-ramp to start a very successful career in tech. Um, We are part of CompTIA and uh, we offer a 16-week online program that's an offshoot of the IT Ready program that was started by our Creating IT Futures Foundation, and that's CompTIA's charity arm. It was so successful after um, a number of years that we formed CompTIA Tech Career Academy to expand our reach and allow more students and learners to get involved. And so CompTIA Tech offers the IT Ready Technical Support Program that will train an individual for an IT help desk job and kind of be the the launching pad uh, for a career in tech. And the vast majority of our students get placed into jobs. They graduate with an A-plus certification and, uh, and we can get them on with their career at that starting point. Right. Okay. That's, that's a really useful overview. So a lot of people, when they're, they're thinking about coming into the industry in, and tech in particular, they very much think about um, the software development route and, you know, learning sort of the, the latest technology and programming languages. Is that something that people can build into, if you like, from maybe undertaking a course with, with CompTIA? Well, from our perspective, um, we focus more on general computer knowledge and skills that can certainly be a part of it. If you're interested in it, I would say that you would have an affinity for tech and kind of a head start to be successful in the program. But we come from a place that anybody can pursue a career in tech. We don't feel that you need a four-year college or university education to be successful in tech, and that many people from all backgrounds and interests can be successful. It's very much like just learning a new language. So um, folks that 
maybe they haven't had tech experience, but they have had experience in their careers with problem solving or customer service skills or people skills, or even folks that just have a general affinity or curiosity in tech. Right and an affinity for their 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 technical um, devices that they use themselves. I mean, we feel very much that anybody can be successful, and the IT Ready program will help them with the entry level skills that they need for a career in tech. So it'll start you off at that IT help desk um, position, and then you can grow from there. And we're actually finding in this pandemic, um, we have a lot of career changes or people who found themselves out of their job before, you know, because of the pandemic, maybe coming from the hospitality industry or the retail industry, and they're bringing with them the skills that are needed to be successful in tech. So we say it's open to all. Um, There are 700,000 open positions in tech right now. So we're looking to fill those positions. And you mentioned something. Sometimes people feel, you know, when it's about coding or development or software, they, they start to get intimidated by tech and think that, no, that's not me. I can't do that. You know, and we call that the confidence gap. And, you know, we're here to say anybody can be successful in tech. We want to help, you know, kind of break through some of the the myths and the, um, you know, some of the predispositions people think they have about tech and let them know it is extremely uh, available uh, to anyone. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Um, I think one of the other things that that's quite, well, you touched on it yourself just now, that the fact that... Um, technology these days is very much at our fingertips and all around us so when you think back to around the sort of 2007 I think it was when the smartphone came out or the first iPhone anyway um, it really did change the landscape in terms of people's exposure to technology so I think you're right in terms of transferable skills because we we see tech all around us and we very much it's part of our everyday lives. Right. I think people have a grounding already and the basics of understanding what an application is and, and how connectivity works and so forth, that they can take that knowledge forward and develop a career in this industry. 100%. I mean, every day as you're downloading an app or you're giving commands to your personal device or you're searching through Google for something, you are interfacing with technology. And not only are we engaged in it in our personal lives, but any industry you enter now, you will need to have a basic understanding of tech. Every single industry is being driven by tech. So when you can marry technical expertise with your interest in hospitality or retail, or it could be fashion or music or whatever it might be. You, This is actually also an on-ramp into any industry you have a passion about. And when you have the skills um, of tech behind it, you can write yourself a really nice career. Yeah. So I, I think you picked up on a really good point there about people transitioning in from, from different industry sectors as well, because they can use that as leverage presumably after they've done your course, for example, to get maybe um, a job or a role back in that industry, but within the tech side of it. 100%, right? So, you know, whatever you've been doing, you know, you keep that on your resume um, to show your understanding and your knowledge and your experience in that industry, then go out and get the technical training, 
earn the certifications that validate your skills and come back and you're adding more value, you know, to that role in that organization. So, you know, we say that that's where the magic happens, right? When you can um, marry the skills with your passion in an industry um, and just take off from there. I have a 23 year old son and I'm saying no matter what industry you pursue, make sure you have a good basic understanding of tech because you'll always have a job in that industry. Absolutely. Um, I'm just thinking around that. So if somebody is now currently within an industry um, sector, but not necessarily working in the tech field, is there any advice you might give them in terms of, you know, maybe increasing their exposure to technology within their industry? Yeah, so, you know, definitely make some connections in the IT department, right? Build some relationships there. Be inquisitive. Uh, Companies are constantly updating their infrastructures and adding new software. And I actually have somebody on my team that every time we bring in a a new platform, they actually do the research and look up the company and understand, you know, what are the capabilities of this platform and what are some of the things that they enable and just take it a step further so that you understand, you know, what you're working on and what you're working with. And I just recommend that you make those connections in the IT department, make a friend and they love to talk to you about um, what's happening in tech and, you know, all the speeds and feeds and applications and ask questions and learn um, and just try to push past that intimidation sometimes that we have that, oh, you know, tech is all STEM or engineering or math. It's really not. It's about, you know, everyday applications and solving problems, right? So just be inquisitive and, and try to understand how tech is doing what it's doing in the company. Yeah. No, that's very good. Um, so in, in terms of somebody maybe taking that next step, if you like, after they've done that. So Obviously, Comtia provide training. Um, so, so how important do you feel getting that basic training in place, that foundation? How how essential is that before you sort of try to get your first job? Yeah, so it's uh, very essential because you will find that inside the IT department, it is very fast paced. You just kind of need to jump in and start executing. So, you need to bring with you the basic understanding um, that we teach you at CompTIA Tech of the foundations and the platforms and what the computer is doing. You know, our, our um, training course will help you land a job at the IT help desk, right? So that's, you know, where we feel is the entry level position. In that role, you're going to be getting lots of questions, you know, from your users and folks in the company about why their computer isn't working. So understanding the components and the devices and, you know, what does what in that computer, you're not really, if you're going to jump into a help desk job, you're not going to be able to get that training on the job. They're going to expect that you come to that job with that basic understanding and level. So that's where we start people. We give them the foundational type of expertise that they need. Taking the A-plus certification test will validate that you have that basic understanding of the IT infrastructure. And then once you're in that role, you can absolutely build on it from there. Um, Lots of companies are really good about upskilling employees in tech. They need to keep their uh, techs, you know, relevant with the fast-paced, ever-changing, you know, industry of tech. So come in with that entry level and then 
most companies will support you um, and take it from there to continue upskilling you, especially if you show the interest and desire. And at CompTIA, we also have a portfolio of other certifications. You might um, continue on and work towards your Network Plus or Security Plus. There's just so many wonderful opportunities in cybersecurity right now. So if you're interested in a career in tech, you know, I would advise that you're committed to being a continual learner, that you're going to continue in your learning and training and keep your relevance in the industry. Yeah, I think that's a, that really is a, an important point to make because as we all know, the, the, the tech industry and IT in general just continues to evolve and move. And you may learn a technology this year, but who's to say that won't be out of date or, or redundant within a couple of years. So understanding what the sort of the current technology um, strategic vision you might say for different companies is, is very important to understanding how to keep your skills up to date. Yeah, I uh, recently saw a presentation from an executive at Microsoft, and she shared, uh, based on their research, that 90% of the skills um, that we're going to need in tech in five years, in just five years, um, 90% of those roles have not even been invented yet. So that's just incredible. I mean, as we see AI evolving and big data and IoT, I've been in this industry 35 years now, and it definitely seems that every year it's ramping up faster and faster. Um, it's amazing to me what's being done now with drone technology and satellites and um, blockchain, right, and cryptocurrencies and all. It's a really exciting world. So those coming into it, uh, you'll never get bored. Um, and if you want to keep learning and training, you can keep um, reinventing your career. It, it will never be stale or boring. We can promise you that. In, indeed, absolutely right. Um, so one thing I wanted to pick up with you as well, you obviously mentioned, obviously, it's sort of, sort of support and help desk. There's a lot of engagement with customer base or, or users. So is part of what you do also around soft skills and how to actually engage with people? Yes, that's an excellent question. And we're finding more and more that the IT staff is coming come, you know, from out behind the corner of uh, the company um, into you know, the mainstream of the company, right? Interacting, like you said, with all users in the company, sales managers, HR managers, um, business executives. So it is a big part um, of the program. We have a program called Prepare You. Uh, that is a portfolio of soft skill education. Um, we also help with business acumen, so we can help you navigate um, around the hierarchy inside an organization. Yeah, but you will learn those skills in communication, presentation, troubleshooting, problem solving, collaborating. It's all a very big part of it. Absolutely right. Yes, indeed. So, but in terms of um, opportunity as well, could you maybe give us a, an understanding of what you're seeing currently in terms of the opportunities, and maybe the different industry sectors where people can actually potentially move into into a tech role? Yeah, like we said earlier, I mean, every single industry is digitalized. Digitalized, I guess, is becoming digital, right? Yeah. Um, every single industry, but I would say right now, um, healthcare um, obviously is a big one as a vertical market. Retail 
with the pandemic, so many small businesses, um, you know, were used to delivering in brick and mortar and in shops, and they were forced to, I'm going to try to say it again, digitalize their, <laughs> their commerce and their engagement, right? And move to online selling, right? Um, you look at the food industry, right? And now you can order your food and ask for pickup and delivery and all, that is all fueled by technology. So uh, retail industry, healthcare, um, just about every vertical market you can think of. And it needs kind of the, you know, basic foundation to it, but every single industry is also being impacted by cybersecurity attacks and breaches. And so, I would recommend to you looking into graduating from that IT help desk and moving more towards an analyst position and cybersecurity analyst position. The demand is tremendous um, for cybersecurity to be shoring up the infrastructures of all of these industries. Yeah, absolutely right. Yes, I think that there's been so many um, data breaches and, and news headlines around this sort of thing that that it's going to be it's got to be, hasn't it? It's something that the companies are really focused on over the next few years. Yeah, and it's not, you know, a lot of people think it's just big business and government and, you know, large organizations that are being hacked. But um, believe it or not, the bad actors and the hackers are learning on the small businesses and attacking them just as much. And a breach or a ransomware attack on a small business can put them out of business. It can actually cripple them. So there are a lot of third-party um, service organizations. Because most of these small businesses don't have an IT department, right? And so they're outsourcing that to professionals. So lots of service companies are shoring up the SMB too, which is interesting because if you work for a company like that, um, you'll be engaging with many different kinds of businesses, right? Um, you could be supporting a restaurant. You could be supporting supporting retail, a doctor's office, you know, a medical office, uh, an agency, you know, might be across the board. And I just think it gives you a good opportunity to find, you know, what you really enjoy, what vertical market you like, what application of technology you like, and focus on that. Yeah, that's very good. Um, you did touch on the pandemic then, and I was going to ask you as well if you've seen any changes in in the way that organizations are now onboarding people. Has that been different? Yes, you know, it's been such a challenge. I was just talking to somebody about that, and uh, it, it's so hard um, that you have to do it virtually and remotely and do it via Zoom. Um this is a big challenge that our workforce has all gone digital and remote, right? So everybody's kind of running their own office and their own offices need to be secured as well. Um, so there's lots of opportunity around servicing this remote virtual workforce. Um, but companies have to get really creative about how they're engaging with new employees. And I think for the individual that's starting a company, um, remotely, they have to work a little bit harder. Um, there's a difference between working remotely and being remote yourself. You can still be connected even though you're working remotely, but you have to leverage, you know, you look at how Zoom exploded, right? And Slack as an online internal communication tool has exploded, right? And so I just 
highly encourage that new employee in a business to make sure that you're connecting digitally and and virtually as much as you can. I do encourage people, I know it's really hard to sit, and I've been doing it for a year now, sitting on a laptop and um, being on video, and a lot of people aren't comfortable with that, but um, I think it's really important, especially as you're onboarding into a company, that people see you and that you, even if it's virtually, have eye-to-eye contact, you know? So be dressed for success and ready to present yourself online in video, um, make yourself available, be present. And I think the companies also have to work really hard at making sure that that individual is feeling plugged in and embraced and, uh, yeah, I think all managers have to, I do it. I just kind of, you know, go through the day, just sending somebody a quick Slack message on how they're doing or trying to make that connection because we're missing that opportunity for physical physical connection. So lots of efficiencies in it. There's always upside, um, but we have to work a little bit harder to stay connected as people. We do. I think all those things affect your mindset, don't they, when you're sitting at home in front of a laptop um, and how you you feel when you're sitting there and, and working it has a great deal to do with your performance. So I think it is important to do that. And as you say, engage with people online in particular and things like video conference calls or whatever they might be are an important part of your day. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, you know, little tips along the way, you know, to just, uh, change your viewpoint sometimes, right? And uh, put some nice artwork on your wall to look at. Stand up sometimes, take some calls that you can in a standing position. And I've even had some conference calls, you know, for a tech pro, they might need to be, you know, more engaged working on the the technical platforms. But if you can, you know, there's even folks that are taking a call while they're walking outside, right? And like technology allows us to do that, like to take a mobile device and plug into a conference call and take a a walk around the block while you're doing it. I even had a call with an executive for an hour that was running on the treadmill the entire time and on video. (laughs) It was a little bit distracting for me, but like everybody's trying to, you know, figure out what works for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when somebody starts in a new role, obviously, it's going to be very different to maybe what they're used to, they're transitioning in from from another type of industry. So uh, is there anything you can maybe um, provide a a bit of advice on, on what you might expect when you come into your first tech role? Yes. So um, it will differ company to company, right? And what the culture is and the management style. But I can promise you in any company, it's going to be very fast paced. You are going to be a hot commodity um, and have a lot of projects and opportunities thrown your way. It will be very fast paced. I encourage people to, you know, make some nice connections and relationships in the group and don't um, ever, you know, be intimidated to ask questions. Um, You're going to have to move really quickly. And sometimes it's easier, you know, just as you're starting in a job and training, you know, I I hope you have a a good manager or mentor or support and ask the questions so you can like move through the day and the tasks very quickly. Um, I'll also, you know, share with people in tech, it's a 24 seven job. Um, And like I was talking about these service companies helping SMBs, they're on board 24 seven to manage the infrastructure of that organization. So be prepared that it might be a late shift or an early morning shift. And 
you know, that may work for you. Maybe some people prefer that and that works with your work-life balance. For other people, maybe that's not ideal. Um, but I encourage you to take those jobs um, and maybe pay your dues, you know, for a little bit. Um, also, you'll have a lot of jobs on your plate and tasks that are in your role. But keep your eyes and your ears open on what's going on around you. And one of the the biggest pieces of advice I have for people is to volunteer. Um, volunteer to work on a project that you hear another part of the department might be working on. And they may not expect you to deliver as much in that project, but you will certainly be able to learn, right, from volunteering and seeing, you know, what that project is doing for the company and learning new technologies. Um, when you finish your your training and your education with CompTIA Tech, it just doesn't end there. So you really have to think when you move into that IT help desk role, you're still in training and learning, you know, for the duration of your career. So take advantage of every opportunity you can um, to continue learning. Um, and yeah, getting involved in those other projects is a big one. Yeah, and that's very good. Um, I was going to add to that as well, that... Um inevitably when you start your first role you will experience things that you just didn't expect um that there are things that you wouldn't have learned and and they may be very specific to the company that you join so there's often a feeling when people start a role that there's that sort of euphoria at the start and they're really enjoying it and then then these things start to happen and they, they begin to get a bit of a wobble um some people call it imposter syndrome but it, when that happens I think it's very important that you, if that does happen to you, you make sure that you you talk to the people who you're working with to let them know. Don't just bottle it up and assume right. that you don't know. It, it's so important that you you they will know you don't know. There's you cannot possibly know everything. Right, right. Um, and I encourage you know the new employee all the time. It is far better to ask a question and get help. Um, and admit that, you know, okay, I don't know this so well, or I'm not that confident about it. I would far prefer an employee who came to me on tell me more, teach me more, I have a question, than somebody who says nothing um, because they're afraid, you know, to maybe expose, you know, a weakness or not understanding something. Um, it's far better, far better to indicate that you don't know and you have a willing a willingness to learn. And I, I, it's funny that you say that we're going to do a webinar next week on the imposter syndrome. Um, right. Yeah, but it catches up with you after a while. And especially in tech, you'll get exposed, you know, really quickly. And for me, in, in working with people and managing staff, I just ask people to be genuine and honest, like that's the crux of everything. And yeah. that and communication, if you communicate, um, you know, I even share with people, um, if you're if you're interested maybe in another position or you're looking for an increase or you're looking for a promotion or whatever it might be, first of all, be prepared and you know come to the manager with the rationale and why you deserve that. But even if you get a no, um, at least it's going to give you an understanding of why not now and like what needs to happen to get a yes the next time, right? Yes. And get closer to it. So just keep um, asking and learning. So yeah, that leads me on to my next question, really. So in, in terms of being able to progress your career, so once you've started and you're maybe in a, in a help desk or a service desk role, how, how quickly can you begin to progress your career forward? 
Yeah, so um, very quickly. And actually, I feel that the sky's the limit, but it's up to the individual, right? So if you are demonstrating to the organization that you can master the task at hand right now, um, it is very likely that they are going to need folk um, kind of up the career ladder, right? And uh, they're going to need folks on bigger projects or more complicated projects. And um, not that I'm advocating that people move from one company to another, but if you ever feel like you've hit a ceiling, you know, somewhere, I just want to remind people that there's a huge demand uh, for tech jobs out there, right? So in the company that you're in, just keep learning and growing and indicate to the people around you that you have an interest in growing your career. You are going to be your best career advocate. Um, when I was younger and I started out um, in tech and in this industry and just how I was raised, I just always felt like if I work hard enough, people will notice and um, I'll be rewarded you know, for my good work. And I found people around me asking for promotions or opportunities that maybe I felt they didn't quite deserve or weren't ready for, but they were getting them because they asked. And you you might be in a culture where people recognize you and um, are advocates for you and move you along, but uh, it's it's really up to you. You're the master of your own destiny. So you have to show your willingness and and you have to ask for it as well. We have so many examples of success stories that come to you tech. It is so rewarding how many people have come from so many different backgrounds, either jobless or from jobs where they felt that they hit their ceiling and have just moved along incredibly. We um, just heard from one of our former students. Uh, I'll just share his first name, Theo, and he's in the Minneapolis area. And he went through our IT Ready program in 2013, and he got his first. Um, we do help um, our our graduates and our learners, you know, with job placement too, as best we can. And he got his first job at help desk and he just continued to learn and show his, um, his energy and his, and his passion, you know, for growing his career. We just heard for him that he's now a cybersecurity analyst. He has quadrupled his salary since he started about seven years ago. Um, he just keeps getting promoted. He's now married and he bought his first home. And that's a long way from where he was when he joined us. And that was in seven short years. Um, the average salary right now for tech um, is over 120,000 US dollars. Um, so yeah, you may start at that help desk and be that late shift and be paying your dues. But again, you know, the opportunities are limitless and it's going to move as fast as you want it to. So if there's somebody listening into the into this podcast episode and they haven't made that that decision to move into tech, but they've been thinking about it for a while, what, what would you recommend? What should they do next? Well, um, Go to the CompTIA Tech website at comptiatech.org and just read through what the training entails. Um, like I said, it's a 16-week program, part-time, Monday to Friday. Um, we also have five brick-and-mortar campuses. Um, unfortunately, they're all online now because of the pandemic, but we also have 
um, more dedicated, intense courses that are full-time in eight weeks. But get an understanding of what's expected of you, what it'll be like. Read the testimonials from the other students that are on there. We have a lot of success stories and it's extremely inspirational. Um, you can reach out to me or anybody on the CompTIA Tech team. We have student advisors. Um, we have a sort of an assessment test that you can take that will um, validate your um, potential to be successful in a tech career and your aptitude for tech and just talk to people, right? Just, uh, and, and you can just come directly to come to tech and talk to anybody on our staff and we'll counsel you and we'll support you. Um, I would just encourage you to go for it. If you're thinking about it, there could not be a more exciting or lucrative career to enter right now. You know, we've said a couple of times now that every single industry is being driven by tech. Anybody can learn tech. Um, we've proven it over and over again with our learners. Um, don't be intimidated by it. Give yourself that chance. But be committed, right? You have to be committed. I'm going to do this five days a week, short term, eight weeks or 16 weeks. Um, but give yourself uh, the opportunity and and go for it. And not only will you wind up with a, a good paying job, a fast paced job that's very interesting, you will always be marketable. Even if something happens, you know, where you might lose your job or get downsized, you can always work as a contractor. You can always work as a consultant. Like once you have those technical skills, nobody's going to take that away from you. Um, and you can make yourself available to other organizations or even be an outside contractor and, and service uh, technician for other organizations. So I would just say, you know, learn as much as you can about it. Maybe try to talk to other people that, you know, are in a tech position and we can help connect them. We have a group of alumni um, that offer themselves, you know, to talk to prospective students and let them know about their experience. So reach out to us. If you're thinking about it, I just ask you to reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn um, or go to anybody at CompTIA Tech and we'll help make the connections for you. Great. Thank you, Nancy. That was, that was fantastic. Um, so, yes, I really just want to say thank you for taking part in the IT Career Energizer podcast. It's been a fascinating discussion, and I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks very much, and hope to talk to you again soon. Hi, Phil here again. Now, if you thought about being a guest on the show yourself, or you have somebody in mind that might be a good guest, please do let me know. You can reach me on Twitter, where I'm at PhilTechCareer, or you can find me on LinkedIn, or you can even contact me through the website, which is itcareerenergizer.com. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.